0: the Dare to Decide podcast, where we take a psychological dive into our everyday decisions that shape our relationships, health, and finances. My name is Marion. I'm a former school psychologist who built a multiple six-figure online business, helping thousands of women transform their health and confidence. This is a podcast for women who don't want to settle for a life that is less than what they know deep down they can create. I believe that to begin building the life you truly want, you are just one decision away. This is an Uplevel Your Life podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of the Dare to Decide podcast. I'm so happy you're here. So we are headed into December in just a few days, which is wild to me. Uh, But it's one of my favorite times of the year for so many reasons. But the main reason is that it's naturally a time of the year when we start to evaluate our lives, like asking ourselves, what am I even doing here? Um, But for real, it's a natural time to take a step back, create some white space and look at the bigger picture of your life to create some distance between ourselves and our ego and how we're spending our our time here. And I know that sounds kind of meta, but you know what I mean. It's a time for reflection. Uh, Because all too often, I feel like people just operate on autopilot, all right? I've been guilty of this many times in my life, where they get up at the same time every day, eat the same breakfast, clock in at the same job, drive home at the same time, eat dinner and go to bed. And then they do it again. And the next day they do it again, like a Groundhog Day kind of existence, right? Like one month will go by, then two then a year, and before you know it, five years have gone by, and it's the same story. And I think if you were drawn to the title of this podcast episode, then maybe it's because something inside of you knows that something is off, like something is is wrong. You might know what that something is. It could be your work, your health, your relationship, or maybe you can't really quite put your finger on it. Like you can feel that you're out of alignment somewhere, but it's not super clear exactly what's really wrong. And gosh, I I, I know how that feels because I've been there. So I, this is back when I was working as a school psychologist in Las Vegas. I had a long commute to and from work. And my son Cooper, he was a little baby at the time. And I'd drop him off at daycare on the way to work. And then I'd pick him up on the way home. And I spent my entire day staring at a computer screen in a little converted closet that they made into an office. It, I mean, it had no windows. It was just a closet. <laughs> they, they said, this is your office. And I'm not picky with a lot of things. I didn't go into public education because I thought I'd get a corner window office. But a closet is a really, it's kind of a tough place to spend eight hours a day in, right? So... The days like slowly chipped away at my energy. I went from being someone who naturally has a ton of positive energy and excitement for life and taking risks to someone who literally sat, I would sit in my parked car outside of work to wait until the absolute last second to walk inside to begin the workday. Like I was never late, but I was always right on time. (laughs) And I still remember the day it hit me like a it felt like an uppercut to the gut. I had just picked Cooper up from daycare and we were driving home on the freeway in Las Vegas. And I was, I remember I was just driving along, like looking up at all the billboards, advertising lawyers, because in Las Vegas, most of the billboards are for lawyers. It's kind of weird, um, very litigious place. Uh, but I was driving along and then like, boom, it was like someone had punched me in the stomach and I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. Um, and a series of really painful thoughts ran through my head. And I remember it so clearly. I thought to myself, like, what the hell are you doing with your life? Is this, is this what you really want? Are you going to clock in like this for the next year, the next five years, 10 years? Like, what, what happened to you? Is this the life you dreamt of since you were a little girl? Is this all there is? And I, I cried. And I'm not typically one that cries. But I did that day. And if you can relate to ever having similar thoughts to what I just shared, then you know that it's a it's a very painful thing to realize that you've allowed your life to turn into something that it it isn't even you anymore. Almost as if your life is not your own. And that day was a pivot point for me. I made the decision on that freeway that day that I was not going to settle. I had no, I had no idea what I was gonna do, but I knew that the option to stay where I was it really wasn't an option at all like I needed to take it off the table and figure out what I was going to do next and I share this story because I would guess that you can relate on some level at least one time in your own life and what I had that day is what we call in the psychology world a lightning bolt moment which is this single moment of beautiful clarity that strikes you like like lightning. Um, And it's like all of a sudden the clouds part and you see things with this crystal clear vision and you know exactly what needs to happen next. Like you cannot ignore a lightning bolt moment when it happens to you. And it's actually a very empowered experience if you felt one before. I've talked with women who have had lightning bolt moments when they've been in um, a very unhealthy marriage and they just had this moment of clarity one day where they're just like, my marriage is over. And it's clear. And on the flip side, not to so I don't sound so like Debbie Downer over here, I have talked to women who they're, they're dating their now husbands and they just had this moment, lightning bolt moment of clarity. That's like, he's the one. So most of the time, Our body and our subconscious mind, they're trying to speak to us in little whispers, trying to tell us that something is off. So physical symptoms like headaches, backaches, anxiety, these are all very often physical manifestations of unhappiness or misalignment somewhere in our lives. And we may not know exactly where, but something is off and our body and our subconscious know it. We all, like all too often, we just pop the Advil or pour a glass of of wine to mask it and move on, which I'm sure is very frustrating to our our subconscious mind. But the thing is, if you feel that something's wrong or that your life is slowly filling with like unexplained anger, exhaustion, or hopelessness, then know this, those rising feelings will eventually drown you if you keep ignoring them. So this is the perfect time of year to stop, to take a deep breath. And in fact, just take one right now. (laughs) Like as you're listening, just breathe in very deep, bringing the air all the way into your belly and then just (sighs) release it completely. And let's take a step back right now. And over the course of this next month, let's look at where you are in life and where you're headed because you are never stuck unless you choose to be. Like if you realize that the train you're on right now is headed to a destination that you do not want to go to, then now is the perfect time to ask yourself, where do I want to go instead? So I want to share with you six very simple and very powerful points to consider when thinking about making a big life change. And I did not I did not make these points up. I got them from Adam Markle, who wrote a great book called Pivot, The Art and Science of Reinventing Your Career in Life. Um, I'll link to it in the show notes for those of you who want to dive in deeper. But he talks about these six pivot points, he calls them. And I feel like I have to say this. Whenever I heard the, hear the word pivot, I think of that episode of Friends, you know, where Ross and Rachel are carrying the couch up the stairs and he's sh- shouting, pivot, pivot. But I don't know. I digress. I like Friends. <laughs> so, But these six pivot points are pivotal. See what I did there? Sorry. They're important to really absorb right now. Pivotal, important. Maybe over the course of this next month, over the holiday season, write these down and consider each of them as you consider what shifts you might wanna make. All right, let's dive in. Number one, you don't have to be special to pivot, you become special when you decide to. So it's a big fat myth that changing the course of your life is for other people. Like there are people out there that have less time than you, less money. They aren't as ridiculously good looking as you. (laughs) They don't have the educational background and training that you do. But guess what? They made the decision to reinvent themselves. Were they scared? Yeah, sure. Like anytime you're making a big change, it's going to be scary, right? So being scared or nervous is actually, it's actually a good sign. It means that you're taking a risk and doing something outside of your comfort zone that you care about. And that's, that's the good stuff. That's where life goes from black and white to full-on color, in my opinion. So let's let go of the idea that life, like that living the life you want is for someone else. Someone richer, smarter, more talented, or luckier. It's total BS. Pivoting is a choice. It's a decision, and that's it. Number two, the real risk of change isn't that you might try and fail. It's that you might not not try and you'll regret it. So we can't have this whole conversation go by and not talk about the elephant in the room. And that elephant's name is regret. And I told this story in episode five about how I overheard a conversation among a group of women in their 60s one day. I was watching my friend play tennis and these women were sitting next to me. And this is right after I had ended my marriage. So... I just sat there and I listened as the women talked about uh, their lives. And one of the women just was sharing that her husband had just filed for divorce and she didn't know what she was going to do. She then shared how she wished she could have gone back in time to the very beginning of their marriage and left him the very first time he cheated on her, like thirty-five years ago. <laughs> how she she's like, I knew then that he wasn't the one, but she was afraid of what would happen to her if she left him. So. It was basically a story about regret, and it was a story of her living the last 35 years from a position of fear versus personal power. And there's nothing more painful than regret. But the good news is that it's your life we're talking about. Like, that's the best part. It's your life. You get to change it. Number three, pivoting is not this extreme sport. It's a step-by-step realistic way to change your life. So there are a lot of personal development gurus out there that say you need to take massive action in order to change your life or like in order to make a real total life shift, you need to burn the boats, right? Like ditch your plan B and put yourself in a corner so you have no other option but to succeed. And yeah, that type of rhetoric is persuasive, but it, it doesn't need to be that way. Or at least I don't think it needs to be that way. Going back to my lightning bolt moment on the freeway that day, when I realized I needed to leave the practice of school psychology, I didn't show up to the office the next day and turn in my papers and say I quit. I had a, I had a baby, a mortgage, bills to pay. To just say the hell with it all and burn the boats, so to speak, like, and quit would have been extremely reckless and short-sighted. So instead, I began to explore my options. I do not think it was by coincidence that I I discovered coaching soon after that day. And I dove in with my full ass from day one. Because remember, we don't do things half-ass around here. So I sacrificed sleep, weekends, you name it. But I grew that side hustle to the point of replacing my full-time income. And it was at that point that I was able to tell my supervisor that I would not be renewing my contract in the fall. And gosh, It was the best, it was one of the best days of my life. It wasn't easy, but nothing worth accomplishing ever is, right? And it's always, always worth it. Number four, tolerating unnecessary misery is lame. Well, so in the book, Adam Markle doesn't say the word lame. That's my word. Um, He said, putting up with unnecessary misery is unreasonable, which I also agree with. But the word lame also fits. But it's a fact. Most people are not content in their lives. They stay stuck in marriages that are unhealthy. They stay stuck stuck in jobs that suck the life out of them. They stay complacent with their health and carry around like an extra 20 to 30 pounds and zero confidence. And if the people that you spend the most amount of time with, if they are unhappy with their lives, you may feel that your desire to change your life is somehow frivolous or unethical or even like selfish, that it's too much to ask and that you should just be grateful and even that it's wrong. But what I think is wrong is choosing to slowly die from the inside out, like choosing to waste the life you've been given by by being unhappy. So one thing I want to say here is that if you are unhappy, you're not alone. We all go through seasons of unhappiness in our lives Again, it's a sign from the universe that something is out of alignment. So we need to kind of shine a light on it that something needs to change and we can choose to tolerate it and stay the same or we can choose to take a step back and then pivot. Number five, the past is never wasted. Pivoting is about making sure you don't waste your future. And oh, this one, smacked me hard across the face eight and a half years ago, you guys. When I realized that I no longer wanted to be practicing as a school psychologist, the very first thought I had was, oh my gosh, everything I have done for the past seven years would have been a waste. I mean, I had huge student loans from graduate school I was still paying on. And now I was making the decision to quit. Like, what is wrong with me? But the thing I didn't realize then that I know today is that everything I learned in my four years of graduate school and in my practice was leading me to this point. Like the skills, the knowledge, the experiences I had had accumulated, they don't disappear just because I shift my career. So in your case, realize that your past is never wasted. In fact, your past is a clue to where you should be. Like all of the experiences and incidents in your life so far are clues to what you are truly committed to. And number six, the last one here, is waiting to change is the same as not changing at all. Oh gosh, this is something every human being on the planet has fallen for at one time or another. So like if you've ever said things like, once it slows down at work, I'll have some time to start painting. Or I'll start working out in January. Or um, once the kids leave home, I'll start a business. Like these type of thoughts are what we call someday thoughts. Someday I'll write a book. Someday I'll run a marathon. Someday I'll go to London. And what do we all know about someday thoughts? They usually never happen, right? It's a universal law that the longer we wait to do something, the more likely it is that it won't happen. The longer you wait to leave a job you dislike or an unhealthy relationship, the more likely it is that you'll stay that is why i tell clients who really struggle to get their workout done to do it very first thing in the morning like right away because the more time in the day that passes the more likely it just won't get done and so we need to think of waiting as like this arch enemy of pivoting waiting is like the the joker and pivoting is batman we want to hang we want to hang out with batman so I love analogies. On that note, that sums up the six pivot points to really soak in right now in your life. And just as a personal note, um, I'm very fired up about this whole concept right now because I'm making my own pivot in my business. Um, Over the past, gosh, eight, eight and a half years, I've been coaching in the fitness and nutrition field. I've, I've always had psychology and mindset at the front of my business. But I'm ready right now to make the shift and make that the sole focus of what I do and how I work with women. So I'm sharing details of this this new pivot and what lies ahead in my email newsletter that will go out on Sunday. So if you are on the email list and you want to get plugged in to what I'm building right now, I'll drop the link to join my email list in the show notes. And as a final thought, I just want to leave you with the reminder that, girl, you are under no obligation to be the same person you were five years ago five years ago, I absolutely hated eggs. It was like a texture thing. I don't know. But today, I have two eggs for breakfast every day, and it's my favorite meal. And like 10 years ago, I lived in high heels. I mean, I maybe had two other pairs of shoes in my closet. The rest were all high heels. And today, I, don't, I haven't worn high heels in maybe two years. So what you like and what you do may change. But your spirit, your morals, the essence of who you are doesn't change. It's like, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, Um, You, Me, and Dupree, where Owen Wilson talks about your Ness, which is your name with Ness on the end. So my Marian-ness hasn't ever changed. Like I've had the same Marian-ness since I was in diapers. And your Sarah-ness or Elizabeth-ness will never change. But how you spend your day and your life can and should absolutely change and grow with you. Okay, you guys. I hope this episode spoke to those of you who just needed to hear the words. If you found this episode helpful, I would love it if you would share it on Instagram stories and tag me at Marion Wagner Coaching so that I can send you a DM to say thanks. I appreciate you being here, and I'll see you next time. so much for listening to the dare to decide podcast. If this was helpful for you, I'd love it. If you would please leave a review. It's truly what helps the podcast grow even better. Tag me on Instagram stories and tell me what you think. I can't wait to hear from you. (laughs)